WICKS.com. Jordan Wicks is making his second career start for the Cubs in today's doubleheader in Cincinnati. Cubs begin the day three games out of first and holding the second wild card spot. Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey on his podcast pleaded with defensive end Chris Jones to end his holdout and return in time for Thursday's season opener. The ACC will soon be by coastal. The league announced that it's adding Cal, Stanford, and SMU in 2024 to bring the conference to 18 members. I'm Doug Thompson. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio, with amazing slow-smoked wings and world-famous baby back ribs, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Station 106.3 KXNO. We take you until uh, 1 o'clock. Tom Kekard, bottom of the hour. Bama Bob momentarily. Uh, the uh, the prop, uh, the Iowa uh, season-long points prop is up. It remains up until tomorrow. Um, it's still minus 160 to go over, averaging 25 points yep. a game. Palm told me yesterday, Mike did, when uh, when we recorded our Iowa Everywhere podcast, that the unders getting has a tad more money. Okay. That the public is leaning under by a little bit. But it's for the most part been two way action. Two way action, which and they'll is just what collect the juice and they'll be happy, they're happy as clams. Yes, and they're actually happy with the handle too. Good, it's, yeah. It's uh, man, who came up with that great yeah, idea really, back in the spring? Really, really works. Um, we've got a great partnership yes, with our we friends do. at Circa. Let's get Bama Bob in here. Bama Trent and Ken. Away we go. Previewing. We'll recap what we saw this weekend on Tuesday. Uh, just real quick, Bama. First of all, welcome as always. Uh, anything your takeaway from last night was? Uh, well, uh, Florida, you know, Utah, again, just kind of keeps doing what they're doing without Cam Rising. Florida, Ken, that was that was inept. I mean, I watched a, a majority of that game, and everybody wants to talk about the schedule, which is daunting. I get it. Uh, the, the talent uh, is lacking from what we're used to seeing. But it was so just sloppy and fundamental mental mistakes, and that really just goes back to coaching and, and prep and everything. I mean, they had – Two false starts inside the red zone, one on a third and one, one on a fourth and one, um, that took points off the board. They had, they got a first down on a third and one that would have put them at the five, first and goal at the five, but they had an elite, they, on a running play, and they had an illegal formation in the bunch outside. They had two guys off and one on, which put five in the backfield. So that took that first down off the board, and then they, you know, didn't convert the fourth down. Um, probably my favorite penalty was <laughs> after after they held, you know, they shanked the punt, and this is after their guy fields it on the two and tries to run it back and gets tackled at the seven. So it gives Utah a short field. The defense holds on a fourth and three, and they get called for a defensive. I can't remember what the exact term is, but it's basically when you have two guys with the same number yes. on the field at the same uh, time. Yeah, it's called an um, it's an equipment something equipment. Yeah, like equipment violation yeah. or something like yeah. that. And I'm like, what? And what is this? Is new? This is unique. This is good even for Florida. And that gave Utah a first down that they eventually go and scored on. I mean, it's just it. You know, everybody's willing to look at Graham Mertz, and I get it. He's not dynamic. I thought he played okay last night the one interception he had i didn't think it was his fault it, it, he either threw it a tad earlier the receiver came out of the break too far and hit him in the hands and you know it was a pick but it, it was i mean this is a four-win team if they don't clean that up i mean because the schedule that tennessee comes in two weeks 
and they're not going to be playing a backup quarterback. So it, it's, I just, this, it was, it was just so sloppy. And in Nebraska, the best thing that happened for Nebraska this week was the volleyball game at, at Memorial College. Yeah. Memorial <laughs> I mean, that was, that was a spectacle. Yeah. I, you know, I know we're not, we're here, but I mean, no, that, you're that right. 92,000. Cool. That's amazing. I mean, Good on Trev Alberts for yeah. entertaining that idea because if a, I guarantee if a volleyball coach walked into uh, you know an SEC AD, they'd be like, "Okay, uh, what's your name again?" <laughs> um, you know, kind of thing. But I feel bad for Nebraska. I think that was kind of a that was certainly a winnable game for them. Jeff Sims. I mean, my gosh, three picks. The just one, a... the one right before the half was yep. just inexcusable. You can't do that. Um, I think you know both of these are probably middle of the pack teams in mm-hmm. the West and. You know, probably playing just for a bowl game, and I think it sets up almost a must-win now for Nebraska. They got to go to Colorado and win. Yeah, they got to win their next uh, three. Yeah, exactly. I think if they got any hope, and nothing that Minnesota did looked really, you know, scary, and certainly nothing Nebraska did. I think Nebraska played better, but again, they go back to one-score games, yep. blown fourth-quarter lead. They yep. they can't get over the hump. They got to do it at some point, and I think they will. I like Rule. I think he's better than Frost, but at some point you got to do it. You can't just talk about it. Let's talk about the games. We've got a, not, a, not the greatest slate to, to, to opine no. on. Uh, Trent, we'll get you started here. See, uh, Colorado and TCU. TCU played for national championship last year. Colorado won one football game. Spreads, what, about three touchdowns? Yeah, 20 and a half. 20 and a half. What do you think? I, I don't think you can make a real handicap on this game. Nobody yeah. knows. No. You can That's be excited fair. about the Colorado skill position guys, of course, mm-hmm. the quarterback. You bring in one of the best, two of the best defensive backs in the country, but really the question marks are up front. You rebuild both offensive and defensive lines. You just can't have a feeling about this one. I I can't, in good conscience, have a play on this game. I hope it's entertaining. I hope Mm Dion's out there and at least has a competent team, but we just really don't know. What time is that game? Noon. Well, 11 our time. 11 our time. So Big right Nooner. The, oh, is that right? It is? Yes. That's right. I heard them last night promoting oh, it. Oh, yes, You're, they were. Yeah, yeah they were. Uh, Bama, your thoughts on that one? Yeah, I'm kind of with you on the betting line here, but it, it's just, look, there's been so much talk, and it's all around Deion Sanders. It's not about the football team. Nope. It's, it's all, all around Deion yep. and the coach. And I think, you know, I heard somebody say, well, you know, he's doing this to take uh, you know, pressure off the team. I don't think so. I think Dion is just an attention hog. He's been that way his entire career, uh, you know, at Florida State and the NFL. And listen, he was great in the NFL. He he is one of my least favorite athletes ever, but that's just, you know, beside the point. Um, I mean, try to YouTube Dion Sanders, you know. Bobby Cox. Or something. Yeah, you know, kind of thing. Well, you know, it's just he didn't he didn't hit anybody. Tim Tim you know, McCarver. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the, the ice water on yeah, the but, yeah. Look, I just it's time to play football. Okay, yeah. they've got can this this just floored me when I saw it. Eighty seven new players on this team. Jesus. I mean, it's almost like an expansion team. Now his son is a is, is a good quarterback, um, and then they've got the, the kid Hunter, who was a number one recruit that yep. went to Jackson State. I think it was an FSU commit that flipped to to Jackson State and has followed him. It's time to put up or shut up. I, I saw some of their spring practices, they don't look like a very big team. I think the expectations are pretty low. I saw David Pollock, you know, somebody gave him an over-under at three and a half wins, and he took the under. Did he? What's, What's he doing now, they're... by the way? Where is Pollock? Uh, I can't. Oh, on man. a podcast? Yeah, it had to be on a podcast somewhere. I saw the quote or something. Right. I liked uh, him. He's, 
He was great. Yeah. I, and listen, we'll see how the McAfee thing turns mm-hmm. out. Uh, he's already had a little blow up with or- Orlovsky. <laughs> um, I don't know if you saw that um, when he called into his show the other day. But look, it's time to put up or shut up. I, I like TCU. If I'm going to bet this game, I want to take TCU to cover. I just I don't know that Colorado's got what it takes. Um, they don't look physically big enough to compete. And I know um, TCU, you're right, they're replacing a lot of talent, but they've got also got a lot of experience back. And, and they're big. They're, they look like a legitimate Big 12 team. So um, we'll see what the – there's no uh, – the only reason this game's on Fox at noon is because it's Deion Sanders. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And so we'll see. Everybody wants to you know tune in to either see him succeed or watch the train wreck. And we're going to get one or the other, I think. And I think tomorrow is going to be more of the train wreck. Yeah, I'm guessing uh, Coach Dykes has had enough of Dion all yeah. week long, too. So this one could get yeah, out of I hand. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Boise yeah. State, Washington, Trent, put this one in there because Boise State's got a chance, I think, to be uh-huh. the top-rated gr- uh, group of five team. Penix is Penix. With Washington, they lose their running back for the year. Your thoughts? Love Washington as you, you know. love them in yes. this game. No, not in this game though, and I love them coming into the season. I, I like love Michael Penix and what this offense is going to be, even a step forward. The Boise running attack's really good. Taylor Green, mm-hmm. their running, uh, their quarterback is a really good runner. If he can just be okay throwing the football, they're going to hang around here. If I had to make a pick, I'd definitely be grabbing the two touchdowns. I like Boise in the spot. So do I. More on this one at twelve fifty. Oh, hello. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I like it. I what? like it, boys. Um, you know, look, you mentioned the running back. I I think that that's a big blow because you got to have something to balance out what Penix is going to do. And Penix is going to be great, I think. I mean, I think he, he might be the best quarterback in the Big 12, and that is really saying Pac-12, yeah. Pac-12, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Pac-2, what is it now? Now that's Allen Stanford. Talk about uh, I mean, desperate. Yeah. Bama, how desperate were the uh, the, the Calford – uh, and SMU, I mean, they're they're coming for thirty yeah. percent of the money for seven years, and SMU is coming for free for nine. That's yeah. desperation. It sounds, uh, I don't know. It just sounds crazy to me. I don't understand the move. I really don't for SMU, other than they think they want to be in a Power Five. But you know what the ACC is going to look like, you know, I, three or four years down the road. I, I, wants I, out. Yeah, Cal, uh, Clemson wants out. Uh, North Carolina right. wants out. You're 100. percent What right. are you really? What are you really getting into for yeah. free? Right. I mean, so I don't know. I just listen. This whole thing's crazy. I saw an idea floated the other day that they should all just go independent and leave the conferences together for other sports. But the topic for another day. I love this game. I I agree. I think it's got a chance to be close. There's. I would definitely be grabbing the fourteen, and I'm looking at it says fourteen and a hook. I'm definitely grabbing. You that. can get fourteen uh, and a half at the South Point in Las Vegas. Yeah, I mean, I look. Washington's defense, we've talked about it. Pennix is going to put up points, but you mentioned Boise. I think that running game, they're going to limit possessions. You limit possessions, you limit scores. If they don't turn it over, I think they got a chance to keep it snug. I like Washington uh, going into the season. I think I picked them. I can't remember our picks. I might have picked Oregon. Um, Trent will remind me when I get it wrong. But, <laughs> see, 2.30 our time, ABC. So um, I like Boise in the points, but I think it's going to be entertaining. I like Washington to win. Can't wait to see what Penix looks like. Florida State LSU, Trent Condon. You know, I've been back and forth on this game. I'm going to go back to where I originally was, and it was LSU. The payback factor from a year ago, how mm-hmm. close it was. Mm-hmm. I-, I love Daniels, the quarterback. I think we are going to get a really entertaining game. And though Florida State certainly made a huge step forward in their reemergence back on the national scene a year ago, 
I still need to see just a little bit more. Both these teams played incredibly well during October and into November. LSU making the surprise run that they did. I'm going to stick with LSU in this one, but I think we're going to get one heck of a game. I do too. What about you, Bama? I'm taking Florida State. Are you? The games in Orlando, look, what Brian Kelly did in his first season at LSU, winning the West, nobody saw that coming. Absolutely nobody. Then they get blasted by Georgia. I mean, when they beat Alabama – Granted, okay, but there's some law. You go back and look at that schedule, and there's some losses on there that you go, oh man, that shouldn't. You know, Tennessee, I think, blew them out um, before we knew how good they were. They were they were big losses. I I think it's going to be a tight game. I think this is. I don't know if LSU. I don't want to call LSU a playoff contender. I think Florida State is more of a contender, a because of the conference they're in, and b really, if they win this game in Clemson, you know, who else are they going to lose to? Uh, I mean, now it's the ACC, so they could lose to you know North Carolina or whoever. But uh, I don't know. I did, I think they're back. I'm buying in on Florida State. Now that scares me a little bit. I'm not buying in you know the mortgage on Florida State, but I, I'm buying in on them a little bit. I think the talent is there. Uh, I got to see it. I got to see Brian Kelly improve. You're right about the quarterbacks, and especially Daniels. He was great. Uh, Jordan Travis, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think. Look, you got a matchup of two guys that almost look like mirror images of one another at quarterback. I love LSU's defensive front. Um, they're, we'll find out if they're back because LSU's got some beef up front. So, and, and we know what Brian Kelly likes to do. I mean, everybody gets excited about Daniels at the quarterback. He loves to run the football, and if he can, he will. And I just don't know that they're going to be able to do it. I think it's going to be a, I think this is going to be a street fight. I really do love the game being in Orlando. I hope we don't get, any kind of seen a little bit of a forecast, you know, yeah, yeah. Be a little bit of weather and lightning delays. Man, I hope not. I hate those where you start and stop and start and stop. But if we get a start to finish, I think it's going to be a good old-fashioned street fight. I'm going to take Florida State with the points. Um, wouldn't surprise me to win them outright. I just, I, this is this is going to be a fun game. We're going to be a lot of Sunday talent on the field in this game. No doubt about it. Uh, Trent, uh, Monday night, the curtain uh, comes down on the Labor Day weekend with Clemson and Duke, and the point spread's going up. Duke now 13, getting 13, 13 and a half. I love that one. So the ACC Network this summer came out with their top 25 returning players to ACC schools. Three of the top six players were Duke players. Their quarterback, really? Riley Leonard, who's a stud. Their offensive tackle, Graham Barton, who's going to be possibly a first-round draft pick. And defensive lineman, Dwayne Carter. They return 19 starters from a year ago. Jeez. Seven of those guys were all ACC a year ago. What this Duke team heck? is live. There's going to be a ton of orange in the stands there. Mm-hmm. But Duke is going to keep this one tight. We're finally going to get a good Monday night game. Oh, oh. Fingers crossed. Bama? That's a bold statement from Trent on the ACC, is it not, Ken? Yeah, I did my I ACC mean, research. <laughs> I, that's why I'm, I'm, I don't know what to say. I'm almost speechless, which never happens, as y'all know. Um, look, I think I read this the first time in 11 years they've actually played uh, in Durham, and I guess it's just because Jeez. different divisions and, you know, uh, that type of thing. But you're right. There's going to be a lot of orange in the stands. I I like, oh man, I can't take Duke outright. I, I'm kind of with you. I think this might be a 10 point game. Listen, it's Klubnik's team now. Yep. I mean, this, this is time to put up or shut up. You op- a conference opener on the road against, as you said, a really good team with a quarterback. So, what does that give him, Ken? This guy gives you a chance. Gives you a chance. And I think Riley Leonard, you're right. I think he's really good. Um, 
it's Clemson's defensive line. I mean, are they going to be able to put pressure on him and, and force him into mistakes? And if they can, uh, they're going to struggle. If not, then this this game's going to be tight. It's going to be close. Um, you know, ish. You know, eight to ten points. I think I'm I'm with Trent. I'm grabbing the points. I don't like them outright. Um, I think the fact that Clemson's had all off season to prepare for this game is really going to help them. If this were a week two, week three game with them playing, you know, one of these uh, neutral site big game openers, I would really like Duke in this spot. But I think Dabo is experienced enough. And that staff is experienced enough that they'll they'll know uh, what they're getting out of Duke. Um, so I think they'll win the game, but I think Duke's going to keep it snug. You worry a little bit about a backdoor cover, but I'm with Trent. I don't think this one gets out of hand, and then we're we're looking for something else at halftime. Uh, UNC South Carolina, Trent. No feel. This is my pass game of the week. I okay. could see it going either way, like what Beamer's team did certainly at the end of the year a year ago. North Carolina, that defense stunk. Can they be any better there? Hopefully entertaining at the very least. Bama? I think it's going to be entertaining. I mean, it's certainly going to be much more entertaining than Penn State, West Virginia. Um, <laughs> yeah. Love the two quarterbacks here. I mean, Rattler. And again, everybody's talking about uh, May, which they should. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's the guy, right? He's yep. the Justin Herbert kind of prototype, if you want to look at it that way. But Spencer Rattler, look what they did last year. They won. They beat Clemson and they beat Tennessee. I mean... And they won at Clemson, thirty-one to thirty. Um, and that game, everybody says, you know, well, you know, it was because Hooker went out. They were in control of that game before Hooker went out against Tennessee. So um, I like South Carolina in this one. I, I picked. I think I picked uh, North Carolina to be in the in the title game. This won't have any bearing on that. Again, two really good teams. I think you're going to have a sold out stadium. Two pretty excited game days there. Game day. Um, look. North Carolina faded down the stretch. The loss to Georgia Tech's the one that you go, what? How did that happen? You know, they lose at home to Georgia Tech. They lose at home to NC State. They get blown out in the ACC championship game by Clemson, and then they lose a tough, tight bowl game to Bo Nix in Oregon. So, look, they got a lot to prove. Mac Brown, what is he? Seventy-one, seventy-two, eighty-two. I don't know what he is now, but um, you know, he he gets it. He knows how to prepare. Um, I like South Carolina in this game. I just like what they've done on, and and I think Rattler's got a chip on his shoulder, and I think that makes him a little bit dangerous. All right, Trent Con, let's blow off Penn State to West Virginia. More on that coming up. Oh, you like this game, Bam? Is this a close game? Just just thirty seconds. No, I think too much talent. Look, our now's the time for all these, you know. That big recruiting class they had with the quarterback, uh, Aller, and then the, the two running backs, Singleton yep. Allen. I mean, it is time for them to make noise. I think Penn State, they're ranked number seven. I know it's AP, doesn't matter until we get to our favorite TV show, but <laughs> I think Penn State, in order to stay relevant in that conversation, they need to cover the spread. They need to make a statement and blow it out at what is a pretty bad West Virginia. I love the rivalry. You know, just wish the game um, was the, better. Yeah, I just wish the game was yeah. better. I like, I love the rivalry because they're close, but not it's only going to be much. Well, we won't see it as direct TV customers here in Central Iowa unless something gets done today. Uh, Trent, uh, we always finish with our sneaky good game of the week. Do you have one? I have two. So do I. I'm going to start I with have one. Two. We'll we'll see if we. Uh, I think get we. All I think we got to go ahead. So Texas Tech, That's the Buzz team of the Big Twelve. Yep. Makes their way to Laramie to take on the Cowboys. Those fans are going to be bonkers. On big CBS. Yes. Monster spot. 
tricky spot. That is under the radar. Should be fun. I love the Cowboys in this spot. What's your other one? Uh, my other one was also Toledo going That's to Illinois. That's the same, too. As I knew I should have gone first. <laughs> <laughs> what are your two, Bama? Well, I listen, I, and I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. That Texas Tech-Wyoming, I whiffed on that one. I mean, that's I'm with that's big CBS at yeah. 30, and you're right; those fans are going to be nuts. Yep. I remember you remember several years ago when Mac Brown was there when Texas went there. Yes. Wow. And I just like, why in the world are you going to Laramie, Wyoming? But again, I mean, talk about two outpost schools. How about Laramie and Lubbock? Yeah, really. Um, so I mean, this is one that I'm going to be watching. Uh, I'm with you. I think it's going to be sneaky good. I got two. I got the Roadrunners going mm. to Houston. Okay. Uh, 6 p.m., you know, FS1, they're favored by two points uh, at Houston. Uh, I think that's got a chance to be good. And then out west, kind of a sneaky good one, maybe Washington State, Colorado State. Um, you know, Colorado State. I think the Rams will keep, I think, because what, it's a uh, double-digit spread. Bam, I'm with you. I think the Rams can keep it snug. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, what does Washington State have? I just think it's. A chip on their shoulder. Be- they do. They could be playing in the same conference next year. They could. You know? <laughs> yeah. It just works out. Um, I just think it's got a chance to be a little sneaky good. We're going to see Colorado State play Colorado. I think that's a box game for some reason. Again, Dion mm-hmm. uh, effect. But I think this one's got a chance to be good. But I'll, I'll be honest with you. I like your I like your Texas Tech Wyoming better than either of my two. Yeah, going uh, going on the road, with big CBS, outstanding. Bama, great stuff. We'll recap yep. Tuesday at twelve oh five. Enjoy the weekend, Bama. Thank you. Can't wait, guys. Talk to you soon. Yep, good indeed. You will, Bama Bob. Talking college football. We re, we preview on Friday, recap usually on Monday, but the uh, station's off Monday. Uh, Trent, uh, Tom Caker's with us next. You ready? Yes. yes. We'll talk Hawks when we come back. It's Des Moines Sports Station one hundred six point your side. Family owned since 1970, Kemker's True Value and Rental helps you buy what you want and rent what you need. Get to work on that to-do list with help from Kemker's True Value and Rental. Kemker's has all your hardware needs, plus their rental catalog is perfect for do-it-yourselfers. With two Central Iowa locations to better serve you in Grimes and Huxley, make it Kemker's True Value and Rental. Find out what they can do for you at Kemker'sTrueValue.com. That's Kemker's True Value. Your podcast. Maybe you're thinking about franchising your business or purchasing a franchise. There's an experienced and trustworthy franchise lawyer right in your backyard. Don't waste your time or money searching for a lawyer out of state when Rush Niggett is here and ready to help your business. Hi, I'm Rush. I've specialized in business and franchise law for the past 25 years. I don't just want to be your lawyer. I want your business to succeed as much as you do. Your business needs Rush. Visit his award-winning blog at RushOnBusiness.com. It's good to have RushOnBusiness.com. Wondering if your roof is showing signs of damage or aging? Call the trusted team at Wolf Roofing, like I did, to have them assess your roof. They're a local company with 30 years of experience. After a thorough inspection, they'll provide you with an honest, free estimate, help you choose the best product for your home and budget, then get your project done in one day. Wolf Roofing knows your home is one of your greatest investments. Let them take care of it for you. Call 515 225 8866 for a free estimate or go online slash free get in on the action with the world's largest sports book 
right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 180.com. Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Time to talk to our friend Tom Cakert, HawkeyeReport.com. Our picks uh, our picks for week one still to come. We'll get to those coming up here uh, in about 10 minutes or thereabouts. Tom Cakert joins the program. Tom, uh, by the way, did you guys did you know, see the availability report that Nebraska and Minnesota put out last night? Uh, did you get a glimpse of that on Twitter, Tom? I did, and I can't wait to get one from from the University of Iowa. I love it. It's going to be great. I wish every conference did it. Um, Eventually, I believe they will. Uh, Good for the Big Ten getting out front with this, but we'll see what's on. And I guess the question is, you know, the players that we think uh, may be caught up in this whole gambling thing. Yeah, and uh, will they be listed? And Kirk didn't really know because technically they're not injured, Mm -hmm. unless they are injured and gamble and, and involved in that, then they would put them on there, but... If they're just like out, then what do you do? I, you know, I, I don't know. They, they're going to have to announce something because you know if those guys are, are if they're significant players and they're not playing, um, you got to let us know. And because people are going to ask questions, and you can't say, "Well, I can't talk about it because of burpa," and it's <laughs> right. silly. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, we're not dumb here. Nope. <laughs> you know. Nope. So will that take away one? Because as I've told you many times, Tom, I really appreciate the fact you get to the press box so early and your yeah. binoculars, you're kind of letting us know who's on the field and who's in street clothes. Um, that yeah. may take away that, right? I mean, that's what it's supposed to do. We're supposed to find out officially and not rely on the media to, to eyeball it. Yeah, and what, the way they had it look, uh, listed last night was like there's some guys that are out and then there are guys that were questionable. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm kind of wondering, maybe they'll throw some drama at us and, and put Kate in the questionable category and just see what happens. <laughs> but he's out there warming up, yeah. and, and we got a little drama. Is he going to come out? Is he going to play? You know, this. I, I think that would uh, that would be entertaining, at least. Absolutely. Uh, get a couple more miles out of this thing, right? Milk it as long as we can. Right up yeah. into it. So, Cade McNamara, the anticipation, he's going to try to make it a go. Do you anticipate if he's out there, though, that they are going to simplify things? If you get a rusher that's coming off the edge, he's just going to collapse and not even try to get out of there? I mean, limited. How limited do you believe he's going to be? Well, that's the thing. And you can't you can't um, take the competitiveness out of exactly. a guy like Cade, just the way he is. So, you know, you may tell him, hey, you just got to hit the dirt or uh, just throw it throw it in the stands or whatever you got to do. Uh, but um, I just don't know that you can coach that out of that kid. He's just, he's wired different. Um, you know, he's wired like, like a CJ Beathard kind of player where he's just pain. You know, he's got a high tolerance for pain. He's going to go out there and he's going to try and ball and, and just play. So I think the ideal scenario, and of course this will never work because they never do, but you know, they get up, 
28-3 at half, and then it's the Deacon Hill show in the second half. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they, I think that they, I think ideally they play him just in the first half, and then you just don't risk it because maybe he gets tighter in the locker room when you go and sit down for a bit, and you just don't want to have him go out there and tweak it in a, in a, you know, 20 point lead, and then you lose him for three, four weeks. That's the thing you want to avoid in the second half. So I think the, here's what I think. I think if they get up comfortably, the hook is going to be quick. Yeah. That's my guess. Yep. I'm with you. Uh, Tom, real quick, uh, from what you saw last night, Minnesota uh, and Nebraska, did that do anything to change your opinion of this Big Ten race or Big Ten West race? I didn't think either team looked great. Mm-hmm. Did you? I, no. I just didn't. I didn't, I, you know, I, I'm I'm not sold on the Minnesota quarterback. Um, he just doesn't he doesn't do a whole lot for me. Uh, and they've got some talent at wide receiver. I was impressed with yeah. what they have at wide receiver. Some of their guys and that and that new running back, uh, the Tyler kid from Western Michigan, is really good. Mm-hmm. But boy, I, Nebraska new. I, I sent this to a, a good buddy of mine who's a huge Nebraska fan, and he was sending me pictures and he was wearing all of his red and everything. <laughs> and I sent him a text last night, and I said, "New coach." Same Huskers. Yeah. Well, they 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 have no receivers. I mean, their receivers uh, subpar, no. tight end likewise. Uh, too many running backs. Uh, the quarterback's the best running back on the team. We'll see. Yes. Yeah, we'll see. Tom, it's a football season with anticipation. This is as much buzz coming into a year, I think, than Iowa's had in a long time, probably what, 2016. The anticipation yeah. certainly is there. And we know that the Big Ten is changing what could go wrong? Short of injuries, you know, McNamara, whatever it is, injuries piling up in this team. What could go wrong this year where they do disappoint and it's an eight and four, even a seven and five type of season? What would go wrong for that to play out in your mind? Here's the easy answer: the offensive line isn't mm, any better. Yeah. If the offensive line mm-hmm. is like it was last year, guess what? It's going to be a slog. I don't <laughs> care who you have back there. It's just you gotta. Uh, you know, I've kind of joked that Kirk's almost like trying to speak this into existence, that yeah. the offensive line is great, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, as many times as he's brought it up. But yeah. now I'm just to the point like, okay, I'm I'm just going to – I don't think he would lie to us about this, that they're, that they're not better. So, But we'll find out tomorrow because if they struggle against this Utah State team that's got, what, like two starters in their front seven that are back, so – I, it, if if they struggle against that unit um, and can't run the ball, um, then I, I think the alert is is uh, the the bat signal is lit. That maybe <laughs> the offensive line is not any better. Um, but I, you know, that's my prediction for the game was uh, was thirty one six Iowa, and I just and Caleb Johnson's just going to run wild. That's yeah. just based on talking to a guy who covers. Utah State, and he was very concerned about how they were going to stop the run. And I'm just like, well, that kind of fits with the game plan. You know what I think we'll see, too, guys, is maybe Cade in a a lot of shotgun formations, Mm -hmm. running out of the shotgun, so he does not have to do any movement Mm -hmm. at all, really. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be one of the the, uh, variations that we see, at least this week, um, in, in the game. Does Nick Jackson lead the team in tackles this year? <laughs> I, you know what? I did a swarm interview last okay. Thursday yeah. with Nick and Jay Higgins, and I asked them both. I go, I go. I was leading tackler this season will be, and they both started laughing and kind of pointed at each other. Really? So, okay. Uh, 
So I I think it's going to probably be Jay Higgins, but okay. I think it's good. I think both guys will go over 100 tackles. I do think that. That's uh, more than adequate. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that works. And replacing a yeah. couple of uh, yeah. good guys there. We saw last year, I think Doctorman was one that had it. They ran cash something like about, what, 70% of the time, I think it was a season yeah. ago. Are we pushing up towards 80% this year with the question marks outside of those two linebackers? How much more cash do you think they'll play this year? Well, and here's the other thing. One of the teams that they would play ca- would not play cash against very often was Wisconsin, sure. and they're changing their offense. So mm-hmm. um, that, that takes away one of the teams that they would probably play 60 snaps in a traditional 4-3, and now they're going to be probably playing you know 20 snaps uh, in a traditional 4-3. However, they're really confident in Kyler Fisher being able to go out there and play as a third linebacker too. But having said that, you know, um, talking to Cooper DeGene, he really praised the way Sebastian Castro is playing and just that he's he's just dynamite at that cash position right now. So they've got some good options there. Um, I think we'll see a lot of cash tomorrow. Um, but I think it's probably going to be, you know, 70%, maybe 80% cash this year once again did mm, yeah, I mean I know you saw the the prop that circa put out the uh yes. regular season average points per game for the Hawks <laughs> and uh, speaking of Mike Palm yesterday he said the actions essentially uh, equal on both sides which is great uh which way would you <laughs> lean Tom over or under that uh, 25 point average if you tell me Kate McNamara is healthy I'm going over. I'm the same way if you, if you tell me Cade McNamara is not healthy, I may be dabbling on the other side. Mm. You know, I just, I just, uh, yeah, I think that's um, that's going to be risky if if Cade's not healthy. But like Cade said the other day, it's a good thing that this happened when it did, as opposed to yes. a week from now, because then you're shut down for weeks in the season. And this is, you know, frankly, he's ahead of schedule. I think in getting back, and it's pretty impressive that he's been able to make it out because I, I know Trent's kind of heard the same thing too mm-hmm. uh that boy it was it was dicey that he was if he was going to play it was truly 50 50 going into the last week or so one other thing I, I just heard uh earlier today or last night that since he's returned to practice hasn't been the same sharp Cade McNamara they saw before mm. the injury just something to keep an eye on we shall watch tomorrow. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Yeah. Tom, thank you. Uh, uh, anything you'd like to promote before we let you go? We've got a thing running through Sunday. It's uh, a promo, and it's uh, a 50% off a subscription for a year. So you can get it at half price, or you can sign up and just test us out for a month for one whole dollar and uh, cancel at any time. And also we've got a um, – On3Now has an app, and it's got push notifications. So you get, like – you know, we'll send out news news alerts and things when when things happen, they'll go right to your phone. Good stuff. Thank you, Tom. We'll talk to you uh, Friday in okay. advance of Cyhawk. Thanks, Tom Kakert. Yes. Thank you. Yep. Good to talk to you, Tom Kakert. HawkeyeReport.com, part of On3 Media. All right. We'll make some picks when we come back. Trent, the defending champion, two time defending champ, three time. How many of you won in a row? I think you got me one year. Did I get you one year? When, what have we been together? Six years now? Here? Well, here, this is four. Going, yeah. I think I'm one in three. We'll come back. We'll make our picks. You're due. That's true. How many picks are we making? Five. Five. Five a week during the NFL when that starts. Two college, two pro, and a best bet. All right. This week, four college and a best bet, which also includes college. 
And we'll take this thing all the way through the Super Bowl. Nice. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. 100 bets off. Family owned since 70. Kemker's True Value and Rental helps you buy what you want and rent what you need. Get to work on that to-do list with help from Kemker's True Value and Rental. Kemker's has all your hardware needs. Plus, their rental catalog is perfect for do-it-yourselfers. With two Central Iowa locations to better serve you in Grimes and Huxley, make it Kemker's True Value and Rental. Find out what they can do for you at Kemker'sTrueValue.com. That's Kemker's True Value. 002. Man, our equipment. Equipment is just dirty. Well, you need to call Washer Systems of Iowa. Dang, man, I'm freezing. We need some heat in here. Washer Systems of Iowa's got heaters. This floor is a mess. Washer Systems of Iowa is Central Iowa's commercial cleaning equipment experts. Featuring Mighty M pressure washers, factory cat floor scrubbers, and Energy Logic waste oil furnaces. All the equipment that you'll need to keep your equipment clean and your shop nice and warm. Stop by the showroom at 6050 North East 14th Street in Des Moines, an exclusive dealer of Mighty M commercial cleaning equipment. Online at in West Des Moines. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circus Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circus Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit circusports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Football Friday picks from Miller and Condon on KXNO. Brought to you by Circus Sports. Sports betting the way it should be with Circus Sports Iowa. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Did we go on record for Iowa and Iowa State? We did on television. I don't believe that we did, though, here. All right, uh, let's do it right now. Iowa State's going to be what? Four and eight. I agree. Four and eight. Iowa. Ten and two. Nine and three. Nine and three. I've come down one game. I can buy that. Yep, nine and three. I have them losing the two games that they're not favored in. Uh, Wisconsin Wisconsin and Penn State, State, yeah. And one more. Minnesota's due. Lincoln. End of the season. What's on the line? Illinois is going to be tough. Mm -hmm. Purdue has been a bugaboo. Yep. Something wacky could happen to Wrigley. Mm -hmm. You lose (laughs) 5-4. Solo shot. Yeah, nothing's nothing's happening at Wrigley. They're going to blow them up. Yeah, you would hope so. Yeah. You would hope so. So you're, I got them winning the West though, even with the loss to yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah, I do too. I have the Bucky losing three games in conference play. Not one of them though to mm-hmm. the Hawkeyes. All right, we shall see. All right, uh, you have uh, the T box as you won the 2022 edition and 21, and I think 20. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm bad at this. That's all right. See, people That's can make money going there anyways. Yes. You know your limitations. Mm-hmm. But we have fun with it, and we yep. kick things off here. Another season. Glad to be back at it. And we go first to a game I mentioned earlier with Bama. I like, and I think I might be alone on an island. I understand Neil Brown. He is a guy that very well is dead coach walking. He is. They have a good offensive line. They have a good defensive line. When Green was inserted as the quarterback last year, they started to play better football. They're going to be dictated just on that. Grind it out type of game. 
Ultimately, I think Penn State wins and wins relatively comfortably, but not 20 and a half. I'm going to grab the points. Give me West Virginia. Big 12 gets the cover with pick number one. We go back to a Big 10 matchup. This time it's the Boilermakers at home. Here comes Fresno State. I believe in Ryan Walters. I think he will get Purdue back to a good spot. But I just wonder how the marriage is going to work with what he wants to do defensively with the air raid that Graham Harrell wants to run. Uh, This might be some ugly moments early on. Get me Fresno, even in an early start time, plus the four at Purdue. We're going in-state for the next two. I said it when it was 21. I still think it's the case at 18 and a half. Give me the Panthers and the points here against Iowa State. It is too many points in this one. Matt Campbell does have one big victory against you and I. He went up by 18. Does that again? I still get the cover. I will take the Panthers plus the points. Pick number four. We stay in the state. 11 o'clock kickoff as Utah State makes its way to Kinnick Stadium. Cade McNamara, if he plays, how limited is he going to be? I think that's a concern. And I still can't completely buy in to Brian Ferentz. They win the game. They win it comfortably. Utah State does it enough, though, to keep it within the number. Hawkeyes 27, Aggies 10, cover the 23 and a hook. And we wrap things up with my Dukies on Monday night. Hmm. 13 is too many. This Duke team is good. It's more than just Riley Leonard. Mentioned earlier, 19 returning starters for a team that won nine games a year ago. I think Clemson's good, too. I think we're going to get a good game. Give me the Blue Devils plus the 13, my best bet of the week. All right, Trent. uh, Let's try and turn the tables on you this year. I'll start on Sunday night with what I think is the game of the week. It's LSU and it's Florida State. They both got great quarterbacks. I believe in this LSU team. I think they're going to give Alabama all they want in the SEC West. I think they start with the win this year. Give me LSU. I'll lay the two and what has a chance to be a really good football game. Then the rest of them, I'm taking double digit dogs. Yes, the dogs are barking, baby. Oh, I love it. First of all, let's go to Laramie and Wyoming. I mean, good God, this is the biggest thing that's happened there since when? Who knows when? Texas Tech is good. Wyoming. CBS, big CBS is there on a Saturday night. Yes, please. Two touchdowns. I'll take the 14. Wyoming. I'll uh, head to Fort Collins, Colorado next where Washington State goes on the road. They got a chip on their shoulder. They don't have a conference. As Bama said, he could be very well right. They could be playing in the same conference next year. Probably will be. Colorado State plus 11 versus Washington State. Let's stay in the state of Colorado, at least with the football team that shares that state. That's CU, the Buffs, and Deion Sanders. Yep, I'm buying in, baby. (laughs) Give me... The Colorado Buffaloes and 21 points over TCU. My best bet of the week, however, it involves a team that a lot of people are picking to win the Pac-12. Yes, it's the Washington Huskies. But you know what? Boise State, a lot of people are picking them to be the best group of five team in college football. And I'm getting 14 and a half points. Yes, please. Best bet of the week. Give me the Broncos of Boise State over Warsh. I am so proud of you. The points? It has only taken how long for you to jump aboard. I'm finally rubbing off on you, at least as it pertains to betting. Look (laughs) at you and all the doggies. Yeah, four of them this week. Next week. You've only heard me have to talk about it, what, for the last seven, eight years? I mean, finally you're aboard with me. I love it. No, it's good. It's it's fun. I can't wait. It's so much fun that it that is here. Last night was an absolute blast, wasn't it? God, it was fun. I'm right back at it. And away we go. So, Iowa-Utah State, what do you see? I think I, I think you're wrong on the pick. I think you Iowa do. beats them comfortably. Yeah, forty-one-three kind of game. Uh, maybe not that much. Thirty-eight-seven. Okay, something like that. And you and I, 
I think they'll give Iowa State all they want, Trent. Chance to win the game? Yes. Second half of the fourth quarter, they have a chance to win. Yes. I'm with you. I think it's a touchdown game. I think mm-hmm. Iowa State wins it. Mm-hmm. I'd take them right now, 2013. Something but you got, that range. A, you got you and I at 12 to 1 on the money line on this the morning? Money line. It's been, that's, and what is it now? Eight? Plus 850. Plus 850. Still a pretty good number. It I is. think Iowa State prevails, but I think it's tight. Uh, can't wait to see the quarterback play. See you what? Tuesday. Oh, yeah, that's right. We got a long weekend off. In fact, none of the local, I shouldn't speak for the morning rush. <laughs> These guys, Larry will come in and do a show. I don't know. Uh, but we won't. And neither will Murph and Andy, and neither will the KX and No Drive. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. Enjoy all the football. Murph and Andy next. The Drive 3 to 6. Miller and Condon 11 to 1 on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3.